Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Boeing shielding the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. Still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo will for you come Coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings. You can't live up to expectations, so just do your best. (laughs) That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors. (laughs) Just go with what you saw today. Change your opinion daily. Yeah, I'm all about that. You'll be wrong often, but then you can just point back to when you were right. No one will remember. No one's listening. Bienvenue to Le Monde. Welcome to Birds with Friends. It is bordering on... Post-game pod, timing territory. It is 10-19 on the East Coast. Bo Wolf in my basement. Shook a potty on his. After a busy day, league-wide and for the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles making um, a flurry of moves, none of which have been made official yet except for the new one-year deal for Jason Peters. Uh, But lots of stuff to talk about with Shiel. Shiel, who has been not just focused on the Eagles today, but grading moves league-wide. And then breaking news on the Brandon Graham contract. League-wide, Shil Kapadia joins us. How are you? Feeling the wrath of angry fan bases across America. I'm not used to this. Normally, the readership kind of likes me. Is there uh, a, a particular fan base that has caught you by surprise with their disdain? You know what? I haven't uh, had a chance to read up on all the comments. I was sort of reading on some as I went along, but uh, that would be a better answer for me to give you tomorrow. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. All I right. I feel like the uh, the Bay Area, I feel like the Bay Area, hmm. they're, they're not fans of mine. Well, I mean, as you tweeted, uh, one of the moves you didn't like today was the Niners signing Quan Alexander to a big what deal. What are they doing? And I said to you, well, they got a bad GM. Why are you so surprised? That's just. I mean, uh, I mean, the, a guy coming off a torn ACL—they just made him the highest-paid linebacker in the NFL. Well, here's what probably happened: John Lynch probably tweeted something at the beginning of free agency, at the beginning of the legal tampering period, and said, "You know, I don't understand what is so hard about free agency. You sit it out, you don't throw dollars around to overpaid players. Like, what's the big deal?" And then, like eight hours later, he's he's making Quan Alexander the highest-paid linebacker in football. The guy. Uh, just doesn't understand what's going on. That might be the case. <laughs> you know, here's what I'm saying. This, uh, you know, maybe this is, maybe this is, uh, crossing some sort of line, but. Oh God. Great. <laughs> if I was an owner, oh boy, would I make someone who made a living Pounding their head into other things, my general manager. I don't think that I would. To each his own. (laughs) Well, that doesn't explain the John Gruden and uh, Trent Brown contract either. No, it doesn't. But at least he plays a premium position and is like youngish. I guess Quan Alexander is young too, but... You like that one a little bit, huh? I don't like it. I like it better than <laughs> Quan Alexander. I mean, at least it's it's not a position that is like the second least important of any position on the field, okay. if you don't count fullbacks. Uh, anyway, uh, we had a nice Eagles. we had a nice day today uh, for the Birdstown Hall for WIP at McGurk's in Horsham. Talked a little bit to uh, Deshaun Jackson, a little bit of running back position. But uh, you know, so much news that we couldn't just let that be our only voice of the day. We had to we had to bust out a Birds with Friends podcast. So we will talk about the big Eagles moves. Uh, maybe touch on uh, a few other things. And uh, I think you wanted to shout out the place where uh, you spent your day today. So so that's good. Uh, but yeah. why don't we start with why don't we start with the biggest move, uh, which I think is the Deshaun Jackson trade, the trade of a. 2019 sixth round pick to the Tampa Bay Bucks in exchange for Deshaun Jackson, 32 years old, and a 2020 seventh round pick. So a uh, pick swap one year apart at the end of the draft in order to acquire Deshaun Jackson, the field stretcher the Eagles have been looking for for the past several years. And they also signed him to a new deal, reported Tim McManus, a, uh, what is the deal, three years, 
something, 20 something, three years, 27 with 13 guaranteed. Is that, is that right? Uh, three. Yes. Yep. That's, uh, McManus and Mortensen. That's right. So, um, well, why don't you tell me your thoughts? D Jack back of the fold, Howie Roseman settling all Chip Kelly family business. I don't understand how you can't be like if you're an Eagles fan over the moon about this. Movie. I don't understand how this isn't like yeah. I mean it's it's it is the perfect puzzle piece. Whether right. or not he is like a superstar player anymore, which he probably is not, he is like the perfect fit for what this Eagles offense needs. Exactly, they've been looking for it for the past two years with Torrey Smith and. Mike Wallace, they haven't been able to find it, that vertical threat opposite Alshon Jeffrey. I mean, we discussed this when the Golden Tate trade that you loved was going sour during <laughs> How the season. Dare you? How dare you? <laughs> during the season that they had... Uh... That's, like, that's like me trying to pretend that you're the Giants guy. <laughs> that they had a bunch of these guys who all did the same thing, which was work the intermediate middle part of the field. Yeah, but and at least so, they didn't give up much for that that acquisition. And at least they had him for, you know, a long period of time and didn't have to work him in in the middle of a season. So maybe they learned their lesson from that and said, well, it is <laughs> maybe good you to did have too. these types of players. You know, we, got, we have Zach Ertz who can do that. We have uh, Dallas Goddard who can do that. If Nelson Aguilar will get to him, if he stays put, he can do that. But let's get someone to get downfield. I mean, he really doesn't have to run that many routes. He just needs to stress the defense yeah. vertically. It's going to change the way defenses have to play the Eagles. It's going to open up room for these Zach Ertzes and other guys who want to work the middle part of the field. It's going to have a big impact on the offense. He's 32 years old. You know, durability, certainly at his size and age, that that's a question. There's no doubt about that. But, I mean, from a production standpoint, the guy led the NFL in yards per reception last year. 18.8 yards per reception. His product, production went down with Jameis Winston. I mean, if Brian Fitzpatrick would have played the whole season, I don't know, he might have had a 1,000-yard season. He yeah. can still play. Well, as I told you at the Birdstown Hall, second in yards per catch to Shelton Gibson's one catch for 48 yards. But uh, if we if we use the qualifiers, he leads the league. I mean, listen, he is, um, as you said, He's 32 years old. He hasn't played a full season in what? He's had one full season in the last four years, I think. Um, and there's an interesting part of the, if you watch the Michael Vick-Deshaun Jackson tandem interview from the Super Bowl week on the uh, Sims and Lefko show. Whoa, look at you shouting out. Okay. I watched that episode. It was a good, it was a, it was a fun watch. But one thing that was interesting is Deshaun and Vic talk about... Um, how silly it is, you know, Deshaun Jackson is this, like, tiny little guy, 32 years old, like, he's only got so many routes full speed left in his in his body, and one of the things they were talking about in sort of veiled terms in, in complaining about the Chip Kelly era was, like, don't, don't expect me to be going all out in practice during the week, like, I got, like, I have to save those reps, so, uh, I think what's good about this move, in addition to him being like the perfect fit on the field, is that the Eagles are like going into this marriage with eyes fully wide open. They they know more about Deshaun Jackson than anybody else, and whatever um, you know behind the scenes rumors there were about the reasons that he was released five years ago. Obviously, the Eagles are fully aware of everything that was involved there, so it's not like they are they are in a situation where they are going to be surprised by anything that happens with Deshaun Jackson. They know exactly what they're getting into. And uh, as you said, like that, this is a, this is a role that they have been trying to fill sort of on the cheap for the past few years. And I mean, Torrey Smith was um, a fourth of the player that Deshaun Jackson is. And, and he still was able to uh, stretch the field a little bit. Like uh, they were obviously desperate for that last year, but think about, Think about Deshaun Jackson in those roles and the the gravity that he has on the defense and what it means for, uh, as you said, guys like Zach Ertz and Alshon Jeffrey and Dallas Goddard and whoever is the slot receiver, which we will get to in a second. But, um, I mean, he is not a perfect player, but he is a perfect fit for this team. Right. I think you do make a good point that if he comes in and says he doesn't want to 
practice, like they will be kind of expecting that and hopefully right. have a plan with how to deal with it and not, you know, not make it a big deal. I mean, I saw, did you see, like, what did Zach Ertz tweet out recently? He's, yeah, like, uh, it was something uh, with like a telescope. It was like looking for the deep safety or something like that. Let me say this. Basically, that, that uh, with Deshaun Jackson on the outside, the safety is going to be way right. and he's going to have all kinds looking- of room. Yeah, looking for that middle-of-the-field safety with Deshaun Jackson back. Uh, so guys like Zach Ertz, you know, I, I think coaches don't sometimes understand this, that players will – like Zach Ertz is not going to be mad if Deshaun Jackson doesn't want to practice. Right. You know? Like, uh, I mean, I guess some – maybe maybe it rubs some players sure, the I'm wrong sure way. Sure, I'm sure there are some players, yeah. but like – But I feel like most of them are like, all right, you know, this guy can play. It's not that important to him to practice, and he's still going to be fine on Sunday. That doesn't exactly bother me. Yeah, I mean, listen, this is a this was a a failing of Chip Kelly's through and through. Back like he, you know, treating professional athletes as if they were college players. Like you, for right well, or Coach wrong, Flint's going to get mad about that. Well, for right or wrong, like, uh. You know, you you can't treat Jason Peters like you do Matt Pryor. Like, right? You you get the benefit of having proven yourself over the course of your career. There are there are real things to that. Yeah, and in terms of the contract, you know, it's sort of it's kind of what I, what I was expecting when we discussed it on WIP. I think we were saying between nine right. and ten million dollars. You know, these slot receivers, Adam Humphreys, Jamison Crowder, these guys are getting nine million dollars a year now. They're in their uh, 26, 27 years old, but they are slot receivers, so it doesn't seem out of line with what the market is. We kind of have to see the structure of it. Uh, You know, I would guess that they're not going to be committed to him past two years, but I look at this offense now, and I think you should be getting excited, you know? You You got Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard. That's a group I can, I can play with. I think there's no doubt about that, but that brings us to uh, the obvious follow-up is what do you think this means for Nelson Aguilar? Um, Jeff McClain tweeting a a little bit ago that uh, the expectation within the building right now is that the Eagles expect to keep Nelson Aguilar and not rework a deal, just keep him at that one-year $9.4 million. I don't know if that is posturing on the Eagles' part, hoping to drum up a market, but uh, what do you think happens right now with Nelson Aguilar water gun to your head what do you think you wrote the Nelson Aguilar story it does I mean it seems like a lot of money for a player who is replaceable in his role who has been proven time and time again to not really for whatever reason be a a huge focus of the offense and Especially whatever whatever uh, move towards twelve personnel vis a vis eleven personnel the Eagles are making, like it is going to be a little bit more probably. Uh, I think he's still a what are we saying a, a champion caliber, not starter caliber player as the slot receiver. Um, however, yeah, I don't I, I I don't think that they are just going to release him because. I think that is I think they can fit him under the cap and for one year like it 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 would be really nice for the offense to have him as a slot receiver like yes they could save 8 million dollars and have it be Jordan Matthews or whatever but I think that's a, a move you could make next year if you need to to save cap room I think uh I would be surprised if they just cut him but I think they would take you know 70 cents on the dollar uh, in a trade if if they could get something yeah, I have no idea. What would you accept in a trade for Nelson Aguilar? Would I think it be he another would probably player? want a player. Yeah, I mean, okay. Although, I mean, I guess they haven't given up too many picks, but um, yeah, I mean, otherwise, you know, are you taking are you taking a fifth round pick? Is that worth it? It doesn't feel worth it. It doesn't I, feel I would, worth it. I would agree with you. I mean, it depends what else you want to do here because that that is a thing too. You know, if you're going to be able to add. Uh, in other areas of the roster with that money, then it's all right. It's like, all right, we're spending on this player and we got a fifth round pick. So it is a little bit different, but I would tend to agree with you. Maybe if there's a player out there who you think can help you more, who doesn't 
cost as much. Maybe it makes sense to make that trade. It feels like running back is like the right fit position-wise for a player trade. Um, I would agree with that. But I don't know. You know, we we talked about Duke Johnson in the last pod. Yeah. I still kind of like the Kenyon Drake idea, but I don't know if that makes sense for the Dolphins. Um, Although they did just cut Amendola. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, the $9 million is tough because, like I just said, slot receivers right now are being paid $9 million. Right. He's not, it's not, uh, it's not wildly overpriced. But yeah, I mean, the idea of, the idea of if there is a suitor out there who has a player that you like or is willing to offer whatever you deem to be good compensation, and then the idea of saying, all right, Jordan Matthews on, what, what's he going to make? A million? Two and a half at most, right? At most. Yeah, I mean. You know, Jordan Matthews, we're going to sign him, and then maybe you try to find somebody in the draft. I don't know. That doesn't seem like a bad plan to me. No, but at the same time, like, trading for a 32-year-old Deshaun Jackson is a win-now move, and you are postponing the, the Wentz contract for another year. Why not just keep Aguilar for one year? Yeah. And that is, you know, that's the best version of the offense, probably. Yeah, it's a a fair point. Be interesting to see how that plays out. I'm not sure. It'll be interesting if I wrote a a thing about how we're going to find out what the Eagles really think about Aguilar. They're going to have to make a decision, and then the the decision is no decision. No decision. Mm. It could be like the decision, and they could broadcast it on ESPN what they're going to do with Nelson Aguilar. They're trading him to South Beach for Kenyon Drake. That would be interesting. I would watch that. Yeah, I would definitely Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. Who was there? Howie? Uh, how about, I was going to say Don Zemelinski. <laughs> <laughs> you should go off the uh, board. I'm not sure that makes it good for a good TV. Uh, go off the board or something. I don't know. That would okay. be funny. Uh, all right. So that's the Deshaun Jackson news. So now wide receiver need is filled. I don't expect any other moves at wide receiver. Well, unless they, unless they do release Aguilar. Then I then, right. There are other slot receivers available. Correct. Um, we'll Cole stick Beasley's on the, one. What if they sign Cole Beasley? That what are you would be do? very funny. He's out there. That'd be funny. Do they okay. need somebody who has like four yards of catch? Well, no. But actually, this is. I know that's a joke. But what kind of slot receiver do you think most benefits this offense? It does feel like the. I don't know. Is it the sh- the shifty guy who can no? Get see, you- that's why. Like, I think that Aguilar is a good fit. You like the role. Aguilar? Okay, I right. do like the Aguilar role because uh, because Ertz and Goddard sort of fill that. Yeah, that's true. That Cole Beasley role. Okay. I don't know. Hmm. By the way, I mean Doug going on and on about how they don't need yeah, speed on offense. They so did, we then, they, then they make an, a real effort <laughs> to get like the guy, the speed guy. Yeah, they aggressively move <laughs> to obtain the fastest guy. The, on yeah, their there's other ways, to, which which probably puts the um, Aguilar comments in correct perspective, and that he was just lying the whole time. Yes, I think that's right. We probably should just, I think, next year proceed as if they are only lying. We should assume the op- maybe the opposite of everything they go really aggressive on is yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. You know what? If they trade Aguilar, I think that's the right that's the right way we should interpret it. Next yes. Year. Yes. Was there anything else they said that we should? Uh, well, they said Sudfeld kind of... was going to have to compete for the number two job. Ah, pencil him in, baby. So, yeah. Well, they okay. now now uh, another Adam <laughs> Kaplan report that they tendered him at the second round level. So, okay. I mean, they certainly don't think that he's garbanzo beans at the second round yeah. level. Okay. I'm trying to think if there was anything else important they said. Mm, good question. I don't know. Eh, we can look back. All right. Yeah, read that story on The Athletic from a couple weeks ago. Oh, God. That we can't even remember. <laughs> how was, your, uh, how was your, your in general grading of free agency today? Did, was it different to be plugged into the uh, machinations of the league as a whole as opposed to just one team? It has been challenging. I feel like I've been on sort of a two to three week crash course of everything in the league from uh, previewing free agency to doing some free agency predictions to now some uh, grades. But uh, 
it's good, you know, like the the slot receiver stuff. I can pull off the top of my head pretty quickly because I just had to write about Adam Humphreys. And where did he go? Some of us, diff- some of us, some of it is very difficult, like grading a, uh, you know, a mid-level center or guard or something. Mm. Luckily, we're not doing all of them. Adam Humphreys went to the Titans. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because yeah, they have because Mariota can't throw down well, the field, yeah. so they need somebody in the middle. That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a joke, but yeah, it actually, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. I wish you would have gone to the Colts. I don't know why the Colts signed um, your boy Funches. 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 They should have signed Humphreys. That would have been a home run. Well, maybe they'll sign Tate or something. Maybe. They're they're being very conservative. They have all this cap space, and they're not doing anything. Well, I mean, they don't want to be John Lynch. That's true. I guess there's a middle ground, though, right? I mean, they they made the divisional round last year. Like, if I'm a fan of the Colts, I would want them to be doing something to upgrade the team. Now, what did you make of the the Nick Foles-Jaguars contract and the reasoning that – they paid him so much because they wanted him to have the locker room cachet of being that highly paid a quarterback. I didn't watch that clip that I just saw that clip getting crushed or not crushed, not, not for the people reporting it, but just, yeah, no, this is not, it's not like, it's not like it was Mike Garofolo's idea. So what was the, what was the reasoning? Well, basically that like, they didn't want to pay him like a, like a highly paid backup or a low level starter and then have him walk into the locker room where they've had these, uh, Questions about Bortles in the past. They wanted him to walk in, sort of uh, swinging a BDN, and so they paid him thusly. I mean, that seems incredibly stupid. <laughs> it's, it's very silly. But if that was their reasoning, I, I mean, it, that, that is not a well-run franchise. I don't, you know, so that doesn't. No, we agree. With, we agree about that. Surprise, I do. I, mean, I the do. Won the Super Bowl. I do think that. We probably don't talk enough about like the locker room dynamics of knowing how much everybody in the room is paid. That's true, but that is a defensive team. They would probably prefer it if he did, if he wasn't making that, that much. That maybe so. That maybe so. And I mean, his personality, like, <laughs> I mean, right? Exactly. He is not going to act any differently, <laughs> right? Like, no, I don't think anyone. You imagine him like he, uh, like him like walking in. I know he he did his Lululemon thing today, but like. He's walking in wearing, uh, you know, like uh, the fanciest clothes and like uh, yeah. s- shades on. He's like he's like Parkman in Major League Two, just like thinking, uh, thinking he's the guy, not giving anybody a time the time of day. That that does yeah. not sound like Nick Foles to me. Right. I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. All right. So that was weird. So the, so they think they could have gotten him for less, but they they. This is like now, I don't know if that is. I, I don't know if money, that was huh? the. I don't know if that's actually right. I'm, I mean, I'm, okay. I'm sure there were other bidders to some extent, but maybe. Yeah, okay. maybe. E- other Eagles moves. The Peters thing. Well, let's I stick on like the offense and do Peters. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's that's sort of tough to really. I feel like that's when we really need to see the terms and what they did there. Uh, the photos are hilarious. The photos are very out. funny. I'm going to uh, click on one right I think now. It's, I think it's uh, <laughs> oh very God. on brand for Jason Peters. But here's what I was thinking. This is By the way, you have to be the one who, if any news breaks on this on this pod, you have to be the one who, who finds it out. Okay. Well, what I was thinking about this, you're right. It is on brand. But essentially what we think happened here is he took a pay cut. So like, Right, and they made you, him take a photo like – yeah, do you want to be photoed? Hey, I'm making less money now and have to come in here and sign this thing. Right. Like, cheese, say cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I was thinking when I saw people making fun of those photos. I'm like, right. this isn't, you know, this isn't like Nick Foles going right, to exactly. Yeah, this is like this is Yeah, going. this is a bit of a blow to the ego. Yeah, I think that was probably not the smartest. You know, God bless whoever the photographer was for having the... Uh, courage to go up there and take, ask him to take a photo uh, because I, I don't think that was probably the right move there. That one probably could have gone without the photo. It's very funny. They could have just said, you know, we're lucky to have Peters back for another year, maybe do some kind of montage or the photo you love from after the Super Bowl. I don't think we needed a live shot of uh, yeah. of JP right there. Now, listen, if you are a person who listens to the podcast and does not subscribe to The Athletic, and you're also someone who enjoys Jason Peters' stories, 
Well, there's a story that could interest you on The Athletic. I'm thinking specifically of a handsome young man named Casey who introduced himself to us at the WIP Birdstown Hall today. That might be a good story for you to finally bite the bullet. I would agree. Should we... I don't know. Should we have people tweet at Casey and, and let... Mm. And let him know why it's worth it, or is I mean I don't want like anyone to harass him. Yeah, we don't. We're not. We don't want to pull a bar stool. Yeah, we're (laughs) not going to do anything like that. But if you, you know, if you do really enjoy the athletic, uh, you know, if you if you feel like evangelizing, that's right. You know, he was very. He loves the pod. He was very complimentary of the pod. Has not yet subscribed. Good for him for being honest. He could have lied and definitely respect that. He he does subscribe, but uh, it is at underscore. Casey Young. Oh, wow. You're giving the full thing. I love it. I thought that's what you just... <laughs> I thought you just told me to do that. Was I not supposed to do yeah, that? Yeah, you did it. You did. So you can't part. take it back now. No. Yeah. I, I, I only want positive, nice, encouraging messages. If I find out you did anything but that, we're going to have a problem. But, I agree you know, with that. maybe... I, I have, you know, just tweet him a link to your favorite uh, athletic article. Oh, that's a that? nice... Yeah, that's a, that's a nice way to do it. Maybe the, one of those will be enough to get him to uh, sign up for that free trial and stay on as a subscriber. That's right. And, of course, and there's you, you know all kinds of forty percent uh, off deals. Yeah. And of course, you want to click on one of my articles and then subscribe. Mm, actually, one of my articles. <laughs> you can do well, actually do the do the ones that we double are co-bylined by line. on. Double we'll byline. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, now we're talking. The grades. Okay. How do you feel so about that, the uh, the way the grades have been going? Uh, I feel like I've, you know, you know, I hate the idea. Wait a second, is there a Deshaun Jackson press conference? Oh no, this is this is uh, this is from a different time. Sorry, go ahead. Conference call, I meant. Uh, uh, How do you feel about the grades? Uh, I don't like doing them, you know, <laughs> just like I don't like doing this podcast. But I will say, for a couple of them, I feel like something's just come to me, and I've been able to make it work with less effort. I will say. Than last year, and if there's anything I'm about, it's less effort. That's right. Now, speaking of which, there was a good line from Casey today. Do you remember what it was? I don't remember the, the exact specifics. wording. I think it was something along the lines of uh, "as little preparation as you do, Pope." I think he, I think he did say effort. As, as little, little effort, effort as little effort as Shield it. puts in, it's a pretty good podcast. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. So that was good. Uh, all right, so uh, yeah, pretty- you know, the, uh, the grading system, very divisive. But, um, you know, we've started Devi- it. Divisive, right? Div- Is it divisive? Uh, sure, I'm happy on divisive. Uh, it doesn't really matter to me. Oh, now, oh, really? Now you don't care about such things like this? Give me a break. I mean, I'm, I, I'm happy to uh, drum up outrage if you want me to. but No, I mean, what do you think it is? I think it's e- either or. Okay. All right. I don't know. I thought it was divisive. That's why I'm asking. I guess divisive well, is right. Know, I I've got the person corrects every little thing that someone says might. That's uh, true. That's that is fair. About that's fair. Okay. All right. Uh, I've got this thing uh, next to me that is quite delicious, uh, that I discovered at the Las Vegas airport on late Saturday evening. Um, a coffee nut M and M's. It's oh, basically what? a peanut M&M's, but the filling is coffee-flavored. It's pretty good. Sounds interesting. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, Malik Jackson. Malik Jackson. You like him a little bit more than I do. I like this signing a little bit more than you do. I think, I, I think that Malik Jackson is as ideal a fit for what this team needed as Deshaun Jackson is. Um, he... For one, and we, we didn't mention this about Deshaun Jackson, although it's a trade, so it's obvious. Uh, he doesn't count against the comp pick formula, so shout out to, to Jimmy Kemsky, who has been all over this from the jump. And I think we'll have, uh, I think like Jimmy's tombstone will read um, Jimmy Kemsky, 19, what do you think, 1983 to uh, 2083? At least. Uh Beloved by all, MS Paint uh, savant, and his death does not cost a, a comp, will not count against the Eagles' comp pick formula in 2084. Something like that. Okay. 
That's pretty good, right? M- so, maybe you, you can be in charge of that for him. Sure. And there will be a stick figure drawing on, on the tombstone, of course. Uh, mm. I think Malik Jackson's a great fit. Now, you know, he, he was benched at the end of last season. There are, is some debate about um, whether that was because the Jaguars knew they were going to release him because he had this onerous uh, deal for next season. They wanted to play Taven Bryan, their first-round pick from last year. But in terms of interior pass rusher, he is you know as good as there has been in the league over the past three or four years of anybody who is sort of below the, like, Fletcher Cox, Aaron Donald, Geno Atkins tier. Uh, so below all the good players? Below, like, the elite of the elite. Okay. But he's, you know, I think he's, I think he's as good as anybody in that, in that, that second level. Uh, he is... I, he has a chance to be the best defensive tackle that Fletcher Cox has ever played next to. Fletcher Cox will be, obviously, the best defensive tackle he's ever played next to. Um... Well, who has that? Who has that title now? For which one? The best defensive tackle that Fletcher Cox has ever played next to. Uh, I would probably say. Uh, I mean, I, I mean. I'm trying it's to a think. Type I mean, of who have they is been? It, is it Benny Benny Logan, Logan, or is it like? Is it like? Was there a good Ma- Cullen Jenkins? Does Michael here? Bennett count? No, I don't think that counts. Interior pass rush. He's been the best interior pass rusher he's played next yeah, to. Or mean or Brandon Graham. Um, but I guess on a on a first two down basis. Uh I think uh I think he's a I think he's a good candidate to uh have his sort of per snap numbers ramp up a, a bit in the defensive line rotation. Um I don't know. I, I and I don't I don't think that I don't think they were going to get uh, a better value slash player at that position. Uh, you know, we, we talked about Sue, but Sue's going to cost more. We talked about Sheldon Richardson. You have not been impressed with uh, what you've seen from Sheldon Richardson. And then the other thing is this signing allows them to not have to reach for a defensive tackle uh, in whenever it is that they would want to draft one in the first two rounds. I think they still will find a way to draft one with one of those three picks, but they don't have to force it now because, uh, because of that Malik Jackson presence, and they also don't have to then insert that player into the lineup before he's ready. Yeah, I don't have an issue with the pick. This isn't, you know, I'm not going to go on some big uh, resources rant, or I mean this, this signing, resources rant, or anything like that. I think it's a fine, reasonable signing. I just think it does come with maybe some more, I felt like people were kind of, thinking it was a home run, and I fall short of that. You know, you are paying him uh, reported $10 million a year. And our uh, our friend Daniel Popper, who covers Jags Daniel down there Pops. for the Athletic, does a terrific job. D-Pops. You know, I sent him a little Slack uh, Slack message. I said, Oh, did you? Yo, Danny boy. What's, uh, what's the story on? Uh, no, uh, I need that. I needed that information, not okay, you. okay. I said, uh, "What's the uh, what's the story on my man Malik here?" And he said he was it was just a flat out benching for the last six games. Oh, okay. There were no he didn't think there were any ulterior motives or anything like that. He said it was all performance based. He said he thought uh, Jackson came in a little bit leaner and lighter last year, and that actually did not help him. Okay, play play defensive tackle. So I said, uh, if we can get him back to eating like crap and. Bulking up a little bit. Maybe he's got a bright future in Philadelphia. Okay, I like that. Get a couple cheesesteaks uh, in that bad boy. Yeah. So, uh, no, I think I think it's uh, the other points you made are right. He can come in, play next to Fletcher Cox. I mean, there is a scenario where they, you know, draft one of these great defensive tackles in the first or second round, and Malik Jackson starts the season as a starter, and by week eight or week nine, he is replaced by one of these guys, and he's a rotational player. Yeah, but I think that's, that's fine. That's fine. I think that is probably what you hope for. Okay. Uh, now, you said that you don't think that this move is a home run, and it reminds me that I do have to take you to task for something. Uh, on your national grade of a Deshaun Jackson move, the headline is, grading the trade, bringing Deshaun, back, Deshaun Jackson back is a home run move for the Eagles. And then in your grade with me, you say, is it a complete home run? No. <laughs> I did? Yeah. 
Listen, I've written a lot of work today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for reading all of them. I feel bad. I feel bad, but I mean, you know. Home run, home run. No, that's a, no, no, it's a home run. It's not a complete home I run. I know. There is a difference. There is a difference between a home it, run and it, a complete home run. It's just getting over the fence. It might be uh, inside the parker. It might be a home run in once at Citizens Bank Park, but maybe not at another stadium. It's not so an no-doubter. Yeah, so I think it's perfectly accurate right there. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. There you go. Well defended. Um. So just as we wondered what the ramifications for the rest of the uh, offensive moves or wide receiver moves would be with Deshaun Jackson, what do you think this means for the Eagles' defensive line moves, the addition of Malik Jackson? I mean, not much. They, they had roster spots to be claimed, and this is one person claiming one of them. Do you think they will still add another defensive end? Oh, in, in free agency or trade? Yes. Before the draft, of significance. Other than Chris Long? Other than Chris Long. I don't. Okay. Do you? I think... I, uh... It wouldn't stun me. It wouldn't, they, it wouldn't stun me. If they found somebody with some value, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that is a market they will monitor, but they will not be... Uh, players at the top of the market. Okay. You think this? You think this precludes a Ziggy Ansah signing? Yes. Yeah, I think that's probably right. I think they. I think they do really. Uh, they do really care about the comp pick stuff. That's how. That seems obvious. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think it is a relatively recent focus for them. Okay. Um, well, because a lot of those off seasons, they were, they were trying to go out and make some big moves. Right. Now they might feel like their roster is in a better spot. That's probably right. Um, the final move the Eagles made today was, uh, reportedly not picking up the option for Stefan Wisniewski, who I think had about $3 million due if they picked it up. Yeah, this one slipped me. I, I didn't know that there was an option for, uh, Stefan Wisniewski, yeah, I don't to be honest. I, knew that. I don't think I knew that either. We definitely never discussed this in one of our hours and hours of podcasting since last season ended. That's right. So bad job by us. Was it? I mean, I don't really care, but... Okay. <laughs> uh, I think that's another one where they will, you know, maybe make a signing like two weeks into free agency and just bring in some Jabron. Oh, on the offensive line? You yeah. think so? Maybe. Okay. I mean, they got to bring in somebody. Uh, uh, otherwise, do they? Yeah, I mean, what if Brandon Brooks has a setback? You're gonna you're starting Matt Pryor at right guard. I don't know. Maybe they like Matt Pryor. I don't know if they like well, how much they okay. like him. You're not even gonna make Matt Pryor compete for the job. They're gonna bring in somebody. Okay. Uh, okay, so uh, you know, chance war Matt legal might be tampering has started. The league year hasn't even begun, and and all these moves are are happening. Uh, quick question for you. Put you on the spot. If you could legally tamper with any member of sports media to try to bring them on board to the athletic, who would it be? I mean, I have no idea what that even means. Can't, can't I legally tamper? Yeah, I guess, but I just, I'm trying to bring it into the conversation. I don't want to answer this because it might be somebody that I am currently trying to legally tamper oh. to come on board with the athletic. You don't oh. know. We don't know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I was about to say an answer, but it was like, well, I, don't I bet know. I know who you were going to say. What? I think I might know who you were going to say. Yeah, I think you probably you probably do know who. Okay. I was How about say. other than that person? Who would it be? <laughs> <laughs> the athletic asks us all the time if we know of you know. Yeah. Well, maybe not all the time, but sometimes if we know of people who would be good. So I'm not answering it. Okay. Fair enough. If you want to answer, go ahead. Um. If you're not going to answer, I won't answer. Okay. Uh, what did you think of the Washington football team paying big bucks to Lyndon Collins? How, was that one of your grades or someone else's? I did not. Lindsey Jones did okay. that one. I did not do that one. I didn't see what her grade was. Uh, 
Yeah, that had to be one of the worst signings of the day, though, I would think. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's, let's pay money. a bunch of money to a safety who can't cover in today's NFL. Good job. When when you have like other needs on the roster and not a lot of cap space. Yeah, I mean, I think you, I think, I think uh, this is a classic. Both things can be true. The Giants probably should have kept him, and also like you're insane for paying him that much money. Yeah. Um. Any other? Cowboys didn't do anything. Cowboys didn't do anything. Giants. Earl Thomas remains out there, but some of these. Kevin Zeitler the other day. Right. Traded away Olivier Vernon. Um. The Bears, Bears did something, right? They sent Mike Davis, your boy, and then something else, I thought. Maybe uh, not. Who cares? I don't know. All right, yeah, who- so so for the Eagles, I mean, this has been a pretty busy day. They don't have a ton of needs. What do you it's, expect? Yeah, it's like, crazy, isn't it? Like, uh, <laughs> free agency hasn't even officially started yet, and it's like, all right, maybe, maybe they'll like, get a running back. Close to back. done, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I think they will sign a running back. All those guys are still out there. Le'Veon. I mean, we don't think they're signing Le'Veon Bell, but Le'Veon Bell, Tevin Coleman, Mark Ingram, T.J. Yeldon. Am I missing anybody? None of those guys have been signed yet. And then the trade possibilities: Duke Johnson, Jordan Howard, Kenyon Drake. I'll still put out there. Uh, T.J. Yeldon sort of feels like the right fit to me. You were feeling him a little bit today. I yeah. could tell. Yeah. He's like the best pass protector of the group. He's probably the cheapest of the group. I could see that. I think TJ. He's the, I think he's the youngest of the group. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Not super sexy, but feels like a, a nice uh, low-cost addition. And then I think that will be the you next. find somebody uh, explosive later. Yeah, I think that will be the, you know, in terms of excitement value, running back will be the next move that uh, gets people talking or buzzing or whatever a little bit although some of those guys are not going to be very exciting but still they will the guy will have a role so we will see beyond that what did you think I, ike reese seemed like he knew something about uh ronald darby ronnie back. darbs yeah. yeah well he was reading between the lines he said about you know he didn't think that he was coming back and then there was all this talk about him potentially coming back and so uh that took him by surprise and he's reading into that the darby thing is weird he said he said on a on a, a podcast that uh, the Eagles are like trying to bring him back, and he wants to see what's out there. But but he has you know some love for Philly. I just I it just doesn't make sense to me. They've got these five guys who are all sort of like at the same ish level. Maybe Ronald Darby is like the most physically talented of them, but he has not played to like some crazy high level with the Eagles. Jalen Mills. Avante Maddox, Sidney Jones, Cravon LeBlanc, Rasul Douglas. Like, that's a pretty solid group of five corners. They're all young. They're all cheap. I think it's an opportunity for the Eagles to stay young and cheap. I mean, Ronald Darby is young, but he's wouldn't he wouldn't be cheap if they bring him back. He is, like, the most sought-after corner on the market, it seems like. So I don't understand why the Eagles would play at the top of that market uh, when they have an opportunity to go cheap. It just it doesn't make a ton of sense to me, but like there is there is some smoke there, so so I don't know what to expect. Yeah, there is some smoke there, and you don't want that smoke. What would it tell? I mean, I guess it would just tell us that the guys on the roster they don't feel that good about. Um, I'll tell you what it would tell me. Like number one, it would tell me that um, Sidney Jones is like they no longer have high hopes for. That's true. Good point. Right, because if you liked Sidney Jones, then you could say, "We know, we know they love Jalen Mills." I mean, that would be, <laughs> that would be a shocker if he were not in their plans. You right. know, unless, unless there's some, and I, I don't know, I don't even know what the reason would be. So you're talking about the other side, and yeah, it's all right. If you feel okay about Sidney Jones, then you can say Sidney Jones, and if that doesn't work out, we have other options. But it doesn't feel like they want to do that. So we'll see. We will see. Uh, the safety market has gone a little crazy, it seems like, especially compared to last year on on today. On today, well said. Um, on today. But do you expect the Eagles to add a third safety? We, we, we both thought that they wouldn't do this, but has your opinion changed at all? No. Okay. And then I do think, I do think they will sign a 
starting caliber linebacker who is cheaper than Jordan Hicks, but that might not come until sort of the second wave of free agency. Okay. I think that's about it. So I went to this place called Bryn and Danes. Okay. It was right next to the uh, McGurks. I needed somewhere with some. This is in Wi-Fi. Horsham, PA. This is in Horsham, PA. I needed somewhere with some. Not an easy wa- place to get to. Well, depends where you're going, coming from. I actually didn't hit any traffic on my way there or back, so it wasn't that bad. I didn't bad. hit any traffic either, but it's not. It's okay. a. It's a. You have to get there via it's circuitous route. Yeah, it's up there a little bit. Uh, this place was outstanding. They had some Wi-Fi. They do some smoothies for, at a very reasonable price. I think four ninety nine. Uh, outstanding. Wow, fresh ingredients. Yeah, everything. So it, it I think you it were builds blown away itself by this place. as like healthy fast food. So they have a drive through. Um, they wow. had a bunch of div, you know they had uh, you could do like an acai bowl if you wanted to. Mm. I know you're a fan of those. You could do some, uh, you know they had like wraps and bowls and salads, but. Uh, reasonably priced. I think what grilled chicken, is that what you meat eaters do when you, when you want to eat healthy grilled chicken? Is that one thing? Uh, I'm sorry. No response. I was looking to see if there was any news. Snoozing. Okay. I was looking to see if there was any news. You haven't been holding up your end of the bargain there. I've been looking at all of it and there (laughs) hasn't been any. Okay. Okay. Uh, I said grilled chicken. Is that not what you meat eaters do when Uh, you eat healthy, right? Yes, that's right. That's right. Okay. Um, a lot of that stuff, a lot of veggie replacement things. You know, I said, do you have Wi-Fi? He said, yeah, you know, it's, we got to upgrade it. It's not great. Outstanding Wi-Fi. I was writing, writing oh, nice. grades left, left and right from there. Guy wished me a good day, you know, very friendly. I'm the only one in there for a while. I need one of those places in, in media, Pennsylvania, media, Delaware County. Mm. Get me one of those. If any workers of this place listen... We would like you to be the official sponsor for Ooh, race. I like that. Yeah. So that's all. Okay. You know, I, I like to call the, the places out that we, when we hate them or yeah. do something annoying. No, so it's appropriate. I'm trying to turn over this a new leaf. This place hooked you up. You were there for a good stretch. I was there for a long. Yeah. I, I had like, it was one of those where you have two times you go to the counter. You know? Oh yeah. Well, you know, you, yeah. there is the sort of the guilt of like if you're at a coffee shop or something where you I was feeling that feel yeah. like you have overstayed your welcome. Hungry, you though. all you bought was like a three dollar coffee. Like uh, yeah. I've been here so long, I gotta I gotta give something. I would agree. Yeah, yeah I do. I, I do that. often feel. That. I feel that. I think if you're there for more than like, uh, definitely if you're there for more than two hours, you gotta get back. I was gonna there. say I feel like a purchase uh, ninety minutes every two hour stretch is probably reasonable. Yeah. Uh, 90 minutes to two hours if you just got a large coffee. Or now, that said, I, I'm, I'm thinking that way if, it's, if we're talking like a local business. If it's like a Starbucks. Oh, screw you. Yeah, then, you know, you post You're up, doing fine. Get yourself, a, get yourself a nice green tea and uh, stay there for eight hours. I'll sleep here if I want to. Yeah. You're making Howard enough Schultz cash. doesn't need your money. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, have one, I do have one take. I texted, oh, one, okay. I, I texted right. you. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I went on a, uh, a bit of an excursion this weekend for a story that is completely un-Eagles related. Um, but uh, one of the, the return flight, uh, cross-country flight from Las Vegas on Saturday evening, you know how, like, you think, like the, you, you think you're really getting a, uh, a big upgrade if you're on the exit row? Like oh extra yeah. extra legroom exit row, sure. But I got the exit row and it's like the you know it's the front, it's like the first row of the main cabin, and so you're up mm. against the wall. That's not better. That's worse. You can't extend your legs. Yeah, you need the middle exit row. Right. Yeah, I was just told exit row. This was I had actually it, because of uh, some travel irregularities. I I had to buy my ticket. At the airport, and they just so they they're like, oh, you, you can go to the exit row. But this was, that's worse. I would much rather be cramped up in the back, extending my legs down below. And isn't there something going on with like the uh, the tray thing, tray table? Yeah, I didn't even. I mean, it was it was a it was a red eye, so I I didn't mm. have to use that tray at all. But okay, uh, 
Yeah, I mean that's that's worse. That's a that's a downgrade. Is I don't care if you've got an extra like centimeters of space between you and the the wall to not be able to extend your legs down below is much worse. That's true. Yeah. The other thing I will say is uh, never done this before. The red eye on the night of uh, spring ahead for daylight savings. Fantastic. Highly recommended. You get like it feels like you were sleeping longer than you were. Okay. I'm trying to wrap my head around that one. Spring ahead. Lose, if you're going to lose the hour of sleep, it's a Might nice well a venue. Plane. It's a nice venue to lose that hour. Yeah. Okay. That's all. Very good. All right. Okay. So if the Eagles make uh, any moves of significance tomorrow, we'll be we'll be back tomorrow. We'll be back whenever this week the Eagles do make uh, some significant moves, if they do. Otherwise, you know, we'll, we'll talk to you never. Sounds good to me. Okay. Uh, well, read our grades on theathletic.com slash Philly. Subscribe, theathletic.com. What, what's the best plan these days? I think there's like a... Uh... Is it 40% off like NFL offseason? There is. I think tweet, that's just what tweet, it is. If, tweet if you're us, actually yeah. going to do this, tweet at us and we'll look it up for you. We're not going yeah. through the trouble. We're putting the effort right now Amen. to look it up and announce it on the podcast, and then no one uses it. So You must be curious if you don't subscribe to know uh, how Shield graded the Deshaun Jackson trade on a scale of fast food restaurants, how he graded the Malik Jackson trade on a scale of – which one was that? Oh, of uh, uh, seating assignment on a plane and how he graded the, Deshaun, the, the Jason Peters contract on a scale of non-alcoholic beverages. So. Yeah, I nailed all those. Did you? Yeah, well, I felt we, good. We disagreed about the Malik Jackson one, but I think you, your description you nailed. So Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, good job. All right. Okay. Uh, for Shilka Padia, I am Bo Wolf, and as always, we love you. friends